Welcome to another episode of Framing New Heights, where abundance is the answer, ceilings don't exist, and beliefs have no limits. Please welcome your host, Coach Mike and Coach Tone. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. episode of Framing New Heights. I got the luxury and the awesome opportunity today to speak Chandra Crimes. Hi. Where am I uh, calling from today? California. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the weather out there. I heard you had a little allergies. Yeah, uh, pretty hot out here. I'm in Marietta, Temecula area. I think it was the switch. We had like 100 degree weather and then for three hours it started to rain and it was I don't know what was going on, but it was a lot of stuff going on in the air, and it wasn't working with me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty good now. I'm, I'm doing well. Good. Well, you look great. You look oh, marvelous. Thanks. Our listeners are going to be super excited to talk to you about, uh, today about manifestation. You're, you're an author. Let's kind of dive in. You ready? Sure. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Can you tell us about your journey as an author and how you got started in the field of manifestation coaching? Okay, well, that's that's two different things, I think. Manifestation, um, I, I was a makeup artist for the longest, for about 29 years. I still do that. I had moved to Japan, and I was sending my clients life advice because that's what I was doing when they were in my chair. And then one of my clients was saying, you should get paid for this. <laughs> So, and then I thought about it, and then when I found out exactly, like, my beliefs and how it went into law of attraction, it, it kind of made sense. I got certified, and just so I could have the, the thing, the backup for it, and that's pretty much how it started. It was pretty much kind of just kind of just landed in my lap. It was what I was doing already, just, uh, just out of pure nature, so. Yeah, you mentioned a little bit about law of attraction. Right. Can you kind of go in a, a little bit on that to our listeners because it's basically what we say, what we think, but I want you to, I want you to tell our listeners. Well, law of attraction, if you believe in it or not, it's, it's a thing. And it's basically you being on the vibration or you're like dialed in to, to like what's in the universe, you, you attract it. So like if you're like, it's like kind of like a radio station. So if you're on this vibration or this, this feeling of low energy, that's what you're going to attract the low energy things that's in the universe. And then and if you're on a high vibration or you're feeling good, then that's what you're going to attract. So that's pretty much how law of attraction is. When people think about bills and they're like, I don't want bills, I don't want bills, I don't want bills, that's all they're going to get because that's the, that's the energy, that's the station they're dialed into. And it's just, it's just so that's pretty much how law of attraction is. You attract what you are, what you put out, and how you feel. I always say this to my clients, uh-huh. what you say too, right? Yeah. Well, the words that come out of our mouth. Sure. Let me ask you this, because I know this is a big part, visualization, right? Right. Do you, What would you say to any of our listeners out there about like a vision board, visionary stuff? Because that's kind of the same template of manifestation, right? It, it can, and I do use vision boards. I have a vision board right by my bed. It's something that I see, I focus on every morning and whenever I walk by. The key thing with vision boards, and I think a lot of people uh, misunderstand, is you just don't put things on your vision board and expect it to come true. What you put on your vision board, you have to have a feeling that associates what you put up there. So if you put a million dollars and a trip to Aruba or whatever, whatever your, your dream is or whatever you want right. to do, if you don't feel that it's going to happen, if you have any kind of doubts about it, 
then it's, it's like not going to happen. So when I tell my clients when we talk about vision boards is to put something that resonate with you. It can be words. It could be anything. But if you truly feel that when you see it, then that's what you should put on your board. So the main thing is just make sure whatever you have on your board is something that you truly feel because that's that's back to law of attraction. That's what you're going to um, you're going to attract. You, if you feel happy about it, if you feel positive about it, then you're going to – you will see that in your life. You know what's funny, Chandra? And it all stems from when we wake up in the morning, right? It, it, like it does the, Yeah. Right? The affirmations. Yeah. The affirmations. The, I love the intentions. The I am statements. Right. Right? True. Absolutely. Absolutely. What inspired you to become a manifestation coach? Mm-hmm. And how do you incorporate your expertise – into your actual writing. You have a book. You're an author. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so for the about the book, so I when I was in Japan, I actually wrote it for my daughter. The wow. book because also, how old is your daughter? She's she's gonna be eighteen actually. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Sandra's daughter. <laughs> What's her name? Caitlin. Caitlin, go Caitlin. Yes. Yeah, so she'll hear this later. Okay, good. So basically I was in Japan and it was some kind of swine flu thing going on. And everybody was getting sick, and I got sick, and um, I, she was, I believe, five at the time. I was like, what's going to happen to her if I'm not here to tell her all the things to about life, about okay. staying, on the, staying positive about disappointments and um, attracting good things in your life and things like that. So I started to write to her, and as, as I stated before, I was getting people from Japan, ask, I mean, from the States when I lived there, asking for advice, and I was noticing as I went down this long letter that went on forever to my daughter, it was the same advice I would tell these people. So I'm like, maybe I should go ahead and put it into a book form for everyone because, you know, it just wasn't beneficial for my daughter, beneficial for anyone that needed to understand that um, no matter what happens in your life, you can still come out smiling and being happy and attracting good things in your life. That is such a beautiful moment. And I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. Something similar. I have a journal that I write to my daughter daily. Oh. And my goal is when she's 18 years old, I can just turn it over to her. Oh, nice. So it's, I think it's important what you said because we as parents, we want to do our very best for them. And we also want to give them as much knowledge, much power that we have that we've learned through our trials, through tribulations, so that they can be the best version of themselves. But that is so beautiful how it started. I commend you. And then they'd be able to share that. What's the name of the book? Uh, Dance with Your Best Foot Forward. And where can our listeners get that? On Amazon. It's all over, but Amazon's probably the easiest base. And for all of our listeners, we'll make sure we'll have that description in our details. So if you want that, you can click on it. Great book. Highly recommended. We interrupt this podcast and bring to you our sponsor. Can't sleep? Aches and pains? You must check out Evergreen Full Spectrum CBD Oil. When you go to the website, that website is www.superfungummies.com. Enter in the promo code NEW HEIGHTS. They have 1,500 milligrams and 3,000 milligrams of CBD oil from pure Amish hemp. Third-party tested, nothing but the best. Just by entering the promo code New Heights, you can get almost 50% off regular retail price. Your regular retail price of $139, with that promo code, you pay $55 for 3,000 milligrams. And 101 for 1,500 milligrams, you just pay $41. Just by entering the promo code 
new hype. Back to the podcast. So in your in your book, you discuss the power of positive affirmations, right? Yes, um, affirmations and thoughts. Could you share some examples of affirmations that have had a significant impact on your life and your clients' lives? One is, I, I am worthy of the best. I am worthy to be loved. I receive love. I give love uh, unconditionally. Uh, I feel a lot of people out there, um, no matter what they say on the outside, may, maybe not feel it. And if you don't feel it, I'm, I'm, real, I'm all about feeling. And that's, I mean, that's what it all comes down to. Amen. So if you truly don't feel it, you can't. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what people, you know, post or whatever. You know, if you don't 100%. truly feel it, then you can't accept it and you can't receive it. So those things and knowing that you're worthy of the best, you're only going to attract the best. But you have to make that decision and to have that intention. I get so excited for you just saying that because it's so true, y'all. And in the year and a half that I've been on my journey of growth, that is a big piece. My big one that I use, I attract abundance. So let me ask you this. So many people struggle with the term that I call self-limiting beliefs. Chandra, how, how do you help individuals identify and overcome those beliefs to unlock their true potential. So there's different ones. Just recently, I was speaking to someone that when you were like, when you're talking about abundance, although abundance to me means all types of things, mm -hmm. but this person was thinking uh, regards to money. But okay. yet when it came to the speaking, when it was talking about money, it was as money was negative. You know, it was saying things like rich people are bad money is the root of all evil, that type of thought process. So um, I had to tell her basically, you know, as long as you're thinking negatively, even though you yep. don't want to go win the lotto, you want all this, you want all this, this riches and all this, these things for yourself. If you, if your root core, you know, is thinking negatively about money, it's not going to come to you. So that, that's the thing, you know, so people, you have to really notice when you're saying like your words, you know, that it's, you can limit yourself just by, just by your words. Yeah, you sure can. And that's a big thing. And even the negative self-talk, right? True. Yes. Like I always say, like if someone says something negative, I always like to say, do you talk to your child or child like that? Mm -hmm. No, no, of course I, well then why would you talk to yourself like that? Chandra, as an author... What challenges while well, you were in Japan? Go in a little bit about that. Why were you in Japan, first of all? Um, I was there for work. My ex-husband okay. was there. I worked there. That's actually where I started a few companies. So You said a few companies? I started a cosmetic line over there. And Tell us about that. I have an organic and vegan uh, cosmetic line. I just wanted to um, have high-quality products for people that was affordable. There was... I, I would notice when I would travel, there was a lack of products out there that was affordable to people. Everything had chemicals, things were bad for people, especially with my, my mom had cancer at the time. So it was just like a lot of things going on. So I went to help. And my whole thing is about helping people and being a service of people. So if I can find a way to do it, I do it. I got so much out of that. Number one, how's mom? She actually passed away uh, a year, like a year and a half ago. Oh, a year and a half ago? May I ask how old she was? She was 66. Okay. She was 66. Okay. It, was a, it was a good moment for me in the time that, that I got to spin with her. Uh -huh. um, and that, that is back to also trying to find positive, positive things out of everything. Basically, I, I took care of her to, like, to the very end. But those moments and the things we got to speak about and talk about, was, it's priceless. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Give us a shout out of your, your makeup line. 
Oh, it's Chandra Styles. So okay. it's spelled the same way with Styles with a Z. And again, for all our listeners out there, our female listeners, maybe there's some male listeners. I mean, we actually have a male line. Male oh, you do? A male line um, for shaving, beard, like all that stuff. Any skin, facial skincare, lotion? Everything. Everything. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm a big product of the L'Oreal men. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not affiliated with them, uh-huh. but the eye cream works well for me. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we got to preserve this this, this entity. Absolutely. For all listeners, though, we'll have all the subscriptions from the, the actual book where you can purchase it, and then Sandra's makeup line and lotions and all that stuff in our descriptions. Love this conversation that we're having. And thank you so much again for taking the time. So manifestation is often like associated with law of attraction. And I talked about this earlier. Can you explain the relationship, Chandra, between the two and how they work together? Back to like law of attraction. Like I was saying before, it doesn't matter what you believe or not. Law of attraction exists. So manifestation is basically manipulating law of attraction so you're you you use intention and feelings and words to attract actually attract what you want so law of attraction it it, it will happen no matter what so it's basically manifestation is you're putting out you can you visualize you you script you do all these things to bring about what you actually want and what you desire. So that's a beautiful thing. They're two different things. <laughs> yeah, it is. They, they are two different things. And thank you for sharing that. Let our listeners know. Hey, so how, gratitude, how big is gratitude in the manifestation process? Because in my belief mm-hmm. and what I teach to my clients is cultivating gratitude, like a gratitude mindset is highly effective. What would you say about that? Well, I feel gratitude is Probably at the top, in my, in my, in my opinion, <laughs> because yeah. gratitude, like for, for one thing, for me, like the first thing I do is, is think of three things that I'm gratitude, I have gratitude for. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's just automatically setting that tone. But with gratitude, it's what, how, whatever you're thankful for, you, it's just like if you're thankful, you're going to get more. You, you're, if you're happy, you're going to get more. So, so that's basically what it boils down to. It's just you, you're, you find things to be thankful for, for no matter how small it is. Because no matter what the situation is, you will, there's something to be, grat- be, be grateful, grateful for. for, you know? Yes. It's like number one, to me, it's number one. If you're, if you're not grateful, then you just, you're not going <laughs> yeah, to manifest. Yeah, you just coast through your life with no, like, sense of purpose right. and excitement mm-hmm. and energy. I'm 100% agreement. agreement. Like, I think to be thankful for so many things, like writing it down, reflecting on it, even when you have your bad days, those things are so powerful, impactful, mm-hmm. and they truly change people's lives. Sure. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. How do you deal, do you even deal with this, skeptics who may be hesitant to embrace the principles mm-hmm. of manifestation? And then... I'll ask you that first, okay. and then I got a second part to that. Well, with skeptics, I'm, I'm a big person of lead by example. That's how, that's how I live my life. Love it. Love and, it. Um, and it's funny you say that because I, one of my best friends, I, you know, for years, oh, the universe this, the universe that, you're always the yeah. universe. So I would say about two years ago, uh, we were talking about relationships, and I was like, yep, you're going to meet the perfect guy. It's out there in the universe. Kid you not. 
like a little bit after that, she met the guy that she's with, and they're still together two years. So now, uh, now she's awesome. all, let's just put in the universe for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, leading by example is a big way to deal with skeptics. Yeah, yeah. and and when we do that, mm-hmm. it's crazy what we, what comes back to our life, right? Like if you are the person you want to be, your mate's going to be the person you want to be, oh, right? And it's taken me a long time to figure that out. And I've realized that interesting how when you live this law of attraction, manifestation life, full of gratitude, what comes back to? You agree? Oh, absolutely. 100%. A tear off of that, sure. scaffold off of that. So have you encountered any criticism? And how do you respond to it? I guess you kind of use that example right now with your friend. Well, uh, uh, there's, you know, there's also once, once or twice a few times, I, I don't dwell on negative or anything. So I don't, once it happens, it's gone. Love but I, I mean, when you, not if you bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few times that I I used to be heavily into church. I was like in four different ministries, handing handing out, you know, for the homeless and choir and everything. And, Uh uh, you know, I came across some Christians that would be like, that's witchcraft. You're trying to manipulate things. And and so why I bring it back to, it's in the Bible, asking you shall receive. It's that simple. And and I think that's how, why, um, like before I found out about the whole thing of law of attraction, before I... I saw, I think it was like 2009, I saw the, the movie The Secret. I've okay. always, since I was a little kid, I've always lived my life, which I found out, this lifestyle. Because I was, you know, raised as a Christian and always thought, well, you know, if I ask for it, as long as I have faith, it's going to happen. And I never doubted anything. People used to say, oh, you're a witch and you get everything you want. Excuse me, but it wasn't, it wasn't that. I just said, well, the Bible said I could have anything I want. You just ask for it. 100%. <laughs> you know? But then the other side of that mm-hmm. is the faith piece, yeah. right? It also says in the Bible that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, Absolutely. we can move a mountain. Absolutely. I haven't seen anybody move a mountain. That's what, <laughs> we have the power, y'all. That's what I'm just saying. Right. There's so much we have the ability of, but I believe it manifested gratitude, law of attraction, all big pieces. And this episode was brought to you by Live to Thrive. What I do is I help high achievers rebrand their inner self as well as their outer self through the synthesis of my mind, body, and soul program. Through holistic perspective, you, the client, in just 12 short weeks, will obtain an enhanced version of themselves by regaining a sense of direction, purpose, vitality, more energy, and reconnecting with fitness and an ever-changing mindset. The journey begins from the passenger seat of your life and concludes in my 12-week program in the driver's seat. You'll be able to refine and sustain your consistency, achieve self-growth through the positive mindsets, mantras, empowerment, self-narratives, and finding a connection with your bigger purpose. So stop being the passenger of your life today and gain control by becoming 1% better in mind, body, and soul. So throughout your journey as a coach and author, what are some success stories from your clients okay. or readers that have stand out the most for you? Well, one, one just recently. Um, Ooh, let's hear it. She, okay, so basically I hadn't spoke to her for a while. And I don't know what was going on in her life, so I'm not going to speculate. But I'm, I'm guessing that um, it was some thoughts that were negative. So the, the things kept on, I guess, piling in her life until it went to her daughter. And her daughter was actually had a few different situations in the hospital. She didn't reach out to me until she until she was going about to have surgery. 
Okay. So, you know, she, out of desperation, she called and she was like, what are, you know, what am I doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. and this is what she said. She was like, do I, do I put up a vision board? Do I put like pictures of a hospital? And I do, I put this. And I was like, hold up. I was like, I was like, okay. yeah, I was like, we need to, we need to dial in what you're, what you're do what you're thinking. So her process, and I think she was thinking that, you know, put a hospital in this and it was going to like be beneficial. So I don't know, you know, what the situation was, but I told her, we're not going to do a vision board with anything half related to the hospital. Anything related to the situation that's going on with your daughter, we're going to put how you envision your daughter. So how do you, you know, how you want to see her and how, and that's something that's going to make you feel good. So that's exactly what she did. She was like, okay, you know, so she did that. And I was like, just call me. I'm like, everything will be fine. As long as you do that and you put things that like, you feel good about. And I was like, then you're going to be fine. She called me back and she was like, everything went better than expected. Like my daughter is doing so much better. So she, so, so it was just, just a tweak. Just a tweak of, of the thought process. You know, she, the, she thought, okay, the, the vision board was going to help. But you, you have to make sure that, that it's something that's going to make you feel good. So, yeah, she was, like, stoked, to say the least. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that beautiful story. And just to our listeners out there, what we put out to the universe, the, the universe is going to know whether or not you're lying or you're on your point, right? And I believe that. And thank you for sharing that. Can you share a powerful manifestation technique or exercise that you want our listeners, that maybe they could pick up right away? Two things. I just want to revisit what you said about, like, the universe is going to know um, if you're lying or whatever. Yeah. Also, too, the universe um, doesn't know the difference if it's something that's bad or good of what you're thinking or what you're mm. putting out there, too. Love it. So just, you know, so you also have to make sure that you're putting out there that's that's good. That's ba- basically. So, like, I just want to make sure that you, that, you're, that, they, that your followers and your listeners know that. Like, just don't. Just make sure it's, like, good stuff. <laughs> Make sure, yes. it's good, make sure it's good stuff. So back to like uh, a quick thing. There's like two I could throw out there really quick. Like I tell some people play the what if game and that's just for them to get into good vibration. Mm-hmm. So basically like um, like if, a quick way to get out of ne- a negative vibration or a bad mood because that's when you only can attract good things is I, I have them play the what if. So you basically go, what if this turned out good? What if? It went this way, you know, whatever the situation is. So you're thinking, what What if I What if I uh, got a free coffee right now when I walk into Starbucks? What yeah. if I, and I do that all the time and I always get free Starbucks. <laughs> so, but you, you just do it all the time. And, it, you know, and if you can think about it at the same time and, and feel good about it, 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 it can happen so quick, just so quick. That's like, that's, that's like, that's a really quick one. I got to tell people too, when it, for a quick one for manifestation is, to feel good, like not to think about negative thoughts. Some people, okay, let me back it up. If you're trying to think positive, we're human. So we don't automatically switch it over to like good and happy all the, all the time. So the best thing to do, if you can't think of something positive, like don't think of anything at all, but do something that make you feel good. So like for me, it's listening to country music. So I'll just go, I'll go for a drive, listen to country music. If something like with like one of my businesses going wrong or something, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to dwell on it because it's going to keep spiraling downhill. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. for a drive, listen to some country music. And then like a few minutes later, I'm, I'm feeling good and come back and everything, then everything seem, works seamlessly. You know, it's funny just to piggyback a little bit off what you just said. Uh-huh. Music that you love changes your mindset, right? Absolutely. And actually be still and just... 
bring it in, listen to it. It changes your whole focus, your whole change mindset. I like how you go for a drive. So it changes your scenery. Maybe in that, that stuck in that house, apartment, condo, whatever it is. And I think that's a big piece. And I appreciate you saying that. Do you agree, though? Like, music music helps us too, right? Oh, yeah. Music Well, music can just um, affect your emotions in, in general. So also you have to be careful of what type of music you listen to at the same time. Oh, yes, yes, you yes. You know, just not just – because, I mean, there may be some people that love, like, heavy metal. But, and, oh. but that's not going to automatically make you feel good. It may right. pump you up for the gym or, you know, you want to rock out and, you know, yeah, yeah. but it's not going to be calming. So you have, you have to find, uh, you just be careful when it, when, when choosing a music, if you're using something to affect your mood. I mean, they use it in movies to affect how we feel scared totally. or in love or whatever the situation is. So, yeah. So. No, that's well said. No hard rock and roll, no metal. <laughs> oh, you you want to change can. your mindset, y'all. You definitely can. As long, if you're feeling, if you're, if that's your thing, yeah, you definitely can. But just be careful, like how you feel. I mean, even people drive faster to, to like certain music. So you just, I know. <laughs> so. I remember when I had my BMW back in the day. Uh-huh. I would listen to Sirius Radio and would put BPM on. Uh-huh. For some reason, I could go super fast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so you say you like country music. I do. So who's give us your top artists? Oh my god! I get Come asked on. that all the time. I, well, let's it, hear. It. I love so many, so many different top people. five: Jimmy Allen, Luke Bryan. I love. Oh my gosh! Uh, Jelly Roll right now. He's like, oh, yeah, he's, like my, he's my like my number one right now. Oh my god! I I can go on. I can literally go on. Kane Brown, Kenny Chesney, yeah, yeah. Cody Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I, who that I, is? I, I, no, who's He's got a song song called Human. Yes. Okay, yes. I do love that song. Yes, I do. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, I, what, I, what I do to, to even find out about new artists, I'll have on my Spotify, and then if it's something like, oh, I love it, add it, and then I'll, then I'll add their whole album. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. New artist coming up. I saw him a year ago at a state fair. His name is Adam Sanders. Awesome artist. Add him to your list. Okay. He's up and coming. Okay, I totally will. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kenny Chesney. Okay. I don't know if you like him. Yeah, he's cool. But he's he's my guy. Okay. His old stuff. I, I, I love I love everything. I love everything. So. That's awesome. I have eclectic taste of music as well. So So let me ask you this. Since we're on the foundation of music. Sure. If because meditation is important, right? Should we use medita- should we use music? It depends on the person. Like and that's why everything to me has to be specialized to a way a person is. Is there no one's alike? No one's going to, uh, not everything's going to work the same with some people, but um, I do believe in listening to frequencies. Certain frequencies affect you. Um, so, yeah, you, you definitely can. Um, sometimes I, I do, but I'm more um, into like silence for myself and listen to like and pay attention to breath work. But yeah, you definitely can. Let me ask you this. Sure. You mentioned breath work, which is key, right? Because that's the centers us. Right. Puts us back into that calming state, especially when we're full of anxiety. Do you have a certain technique that you use, and if you could share with the listeners? For me, when I when I am uh, doing breath work, I try to breathe almost the opposite of what's natural. So for so when most people, and I see now, I think I do it by, by just by habit. But I think when people breathe in, yeah, there's there. I think their diaphragm goes in. I so yeah. I do the opposite of uh-huh. what. 
So it's basically says I pay attention to my body so that way I can kind of just like clear everything, clear my mind. So that's that's how that works for me. And then like when I even with my clients, I'll have them like pay attention to calm down, like pay attention to like every little piece of their body, their toes, the way their toes feel when it's rolling on the on the on the floor when they're walking. So then everything else is is zeroed out. So I think that's the main thing for like for me with breath work is just paying attention and like just the, getting the, to the point of stillness and just of silence. I love that you say that. So obviously being still is important for these things that you talk about. Would you agree or disagree? Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And, and why? For, for, for one reason, you can't have like all this noise. noise. But like yeah. distraction is what, what basically what it is. You have to be like in a, a calm state so you can receive the message that's given to you from the, from me for the universe. Like a, a creative thought. It's not really it's not really your thought, but if you're calm, you can receive what or create a solution what what's meant for you. So like when it when it comes to like manifesting a certain thing that you want in your life, if you're if you're quiet and if you're calm, you can re- actually receive the message what the universe is giving you. I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to put this into uh No, it's, it's well said. Is that simple? <laughs> It's that simple, though. Okay. Yeah, I like to use the acronym KISS. Keep it short and simple because sometimes when we go down and use these huge, beautiful words, listeners kind of like, they tune out. Like, right. what is that? At? I don't even know what that is. I, that means I got to research that word. I got to look up that word. No, keep it simple. Okay. I think you nailed it. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Chandra. Sure. As a coach, how do you ensure that your guidance aligns with ethical principles and promotes positive changes in people's lives. Because you had kind of alluded to this earlier. Go a little bit on that. Um, well, but for ethical, I, I, I'm guessing this is how you're, <laughs> you're saying ethical. I, I mean, it just, I live my life with with, with great ethics. So that's just how, um, so I don't, I guess in my mind, I'm not thinking about the ethics in the sense of trying to do what's right because I'm, that's my foundation of always doing what's right for by, by anyone in, in general. Yeah. So like even with, when it comes to reviews or anything like that, like I, I don't ask anyone for reviews. I, you know, if they want to, and they want to do things by word of mouth, which is how I get a lot of pe- um, like my clients or people to ask questions. I just try to do what's, what's best for the other person. What was the other question? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll get back to that, but I call it Dharma. Okay. And a lot of us don't understand our dharma. Our dharma should be what we give back. And when we give back, and it even states this in the Bible, we get it back a thousand times more. I love that. I was going to say, like, how does that promote positive change in people's lives? Does that make sense? Yes, I, 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 I think so. <laughs> As a coach, when you are a practicing Christian and you interacted with these individuals that said it was witchcraft, but my morals and values are aligned with yours. Why? Why was there a disconnect? Phil, it was just basically not not being knowledgeable and just in general of anything outside of the Bible in the, in that sense. So for for me, it's just basically uh, reiterating the the values that I stand by, um, which is doing good for others um, yes. and helping people see the good in themselves. So that's like, that's a big, that's a big thing for me. There are two people, two kind of people in this world. There's givers and there's takers. So you already give, right? You're give, 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 give. Do you ever get to a place where people take advantage of that kindness? They take advantage of the giving that you do. And if you do, do you, how do you handle that? Do you say, oh my goodness, they took advantage of me. But now then you're putting negative thoughts into the universe. How do you handle that situ- situation? 
I haven't been in that place in decades, like a, a very, very long time. Um, That's right. And so basically, it was back to finding value in myself. So once I figured out what's good for me and, um, and knowing that in my value, it, I couldn't accept that in general. And I feel okay saying, no, I can't, you know, and I, and I, and I don't do anything in vain. So if I don't want to do something, and I know some people may feel this is harsh, <laughs> but I'm for, for many years now, if I don't want to do something, I won't. Because, I mean, you can't just do things for, for good, to do good things and expect things to come back to you if you're not, if your heart's not into it. So why do <laughs> That's my thought process. No, it's, it's 100%. It's setting boundaries. Right. You don't want to be the person that says, yes, 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 yes. You're right. Your heart's got to be in it. Yeah. I love how you said that. That's so beautifully said, Sandra. Thank you. What are your thoughts on the importance of self-care and mindfulness in the meditation process? Well, for with, self, with self-care, that, that can range from a lot of different things. So I tell people, I mean, it, self-care can be just taking time um, to read, just taking time for yourself to, and like have that time of, of silence just for yourself, for your mind. It could be getting a massage, any, anything everyone's different the, the importance of it is back to how you feel if you if you feel drained if you feel that you that you're lacking then you can't receive what you want you can't manifest because you have to feel at your highest level if you want to manifest a lot <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. we do you have to so you have to have a high vibra- vibration you have to feel good and self-care without that you, you don't you know if you're if out there doing like you were saying before doing things for everyone and you're running on empty you're not going to manifest anything because you're you're lacking you know you're lacking love for yourself you're you're lacking care um and and energy and that's it that's important you know so yeah it's a big deal yeah i I agree i always like to say your cup's got to be full before you can be high quality parent, good at your job, a strong relationship, right? If you're not good and if you're not taking care of you first, mm-hmm. how can you truly give back and be the best version of you? 100%. I also use the analogy, let me, I want to hear what your thoughts on this. Okay. You're on an airplane, you got your family, you got your job, you got your makeup products, book next to you. The plane's going down. Oxygen masks deploy. What's the first thing you're supposed to do? You put your mask on. That's like, on you? Yes. Right. Absolutely. Because if you don't, you can't help anybody else. And thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. Let's kind of get something in fun here. Okay. What future projects or books are you working on? And what can you tell our audience what they can look forward to in the next coming months? I am um, I'm finishing up The Power of You, which is a book about all about um, advanced manifestation techniques. Um, and I'm also working on a – it's um, – an online course, manifestation course, because I can't be everywhere. <laughs> and can't I'm be trying, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to help people even on Instagram, like answering DMs and things like that. But um so it's it's gonna be a, a lifetime course that you can always log go back in and build a community and you know for people to be connected with me at all times and also learn things and so that the help people around around the world if I can. <laughs> yeah, you, and you definitely are. 
Give everybody your socials right now so they can get in touch with you. I'm at Elevate Now um, 777 on um, Instagram and Styles with a Z on Instagram and Shani, S-H-A-N-N-Y-C-R-Y-M-E-S on Facebook. Yeah, it was marvelous chatting with you today. Let me ask you this. What's your daily, weekly regimen like, schedule like? Because you are a manifestation coach. We have to practice what we we preach. Tell us a little bit about, go through your day. Tell us a little bit about that. So I wake up every morning, about between 5.30 and and 6 every morning. Like I said, I wake up and I think of three things automatically of what I'm grateful for. It always is my my children and my health and waking up. That's like, and then other things trickle in because I'm in that zone. Yeah. Um, I, I sometimes I, I script and I journal, but that's not every day. I do meditate every morning, every morning. That's a given. And then I get my coffee. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and um, and then I get, go on with my day. I try not to grab my phone. I try not to hop on the computer first thing. I, I take about probably about an hour or two before I even do that. And even my, if my phone, the kids, I was like, your phone's ringing. I'm like, what's the voicemail's for? You know? <laughs> you know? Oh, I love that. So, and my day when it comes to working and things, that varies. I try to only work with manifestation on Mondays. So like I said, I like to take care of myself mentally because it, it, you have to, when you're working with some people and then like an empath like myself, I, I feel everything. I take it, you know, deep inside. So I can't do that 24-7 and all day, which is another reason why I'm doing the course. And then um, I may go see a client and I may go see a makeup client as well. I go to the gym about five, six days a week. And that's another that's another thing of self-care. I feel good. <laughs> you know, your mind is focused on just feeling good and, and happy. And I may go out to the driving range or play a, a game of golf around, here, around the golf, you know, yeah. once again, feeling good. And um, then I do some administrative work when I'm in a good place. So then everything goes smoothly. That's that's pretty much, that's like my, most of my day and fix dinner, hang out with the kids. And, and then um, after their sleep, then that's when I, I have a little black book I script to myself mm. as a present time, but it's really in the future. But my mind doesn't know that. My subconscious doesn't know that. <laughs> so I'm writing my life as it's manifesting. And it's, it's so far, oh. it's, it's crazy how things are happening. Like even on my board, I have, it was a picture I didn't notice until like recently that a house and it says um, peaceful home and it's a, a black door. And then I noticed I have black doors, white walls and black doors in my house. I'd never paid attention to it. It was just a picture I put sure. up there a while before. So, you know, I, I do my visualization while I'm scripting and that's, that's, that's my day. <laughs> that's no, it's beautiful. Thank you for saying that. I want to go in a little bit about on the importance of not touching our handheld devices in the morning. I love how you talked about that. Tell everybody why. You do you don't do it for about one or two hours. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody why. Well my main reason it's a it's a big distraction. There's so much negativity on 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 social media. Um, and then you're setting your tone for the day. So why you know so why why absorb that? You know, set your own tone for the day. You know, be the your own narrative. You know, your own creator, uh, creator of your narrative. So that's pretty much. Why. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's exactly why. Let me ask you this follow-up to that. Sure. I like to tell my clients or even people in general, this is all free advice that we're giving you guys, right. which is amazing. We got a beautiful author here speaking a lot of good quality things, you guys. I hope you guys took some good notes. But even the last hour of the day before you go to bed, right? Yes, absolutely. Like disconnect. So many people are doing this. Right. And then they see, we're just 
most of the stuff we see up there is just painting pictures of beautiful lives. And then what do we do? We go down the rabbit hole, overthinking. Well, I, why don't I look like that? Why don't I do that? Why do they do that before me? Or why? What's going on? That would be a human thing to do for most people, for sure. Absolutely. Like you were saying, like, um, disconnect from that and don't do that before bed. That goes back to like how I said scripting and visualizing before you go to bed. You're setting that tone. So yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely correct when it comes to like taking in that bad stuff. <laughs> it's, yes. just, it's just negativity. Because it sets the tone. Because what you do before you go to bed depends on how you wake up in the morning. Absolutely. People say, I woke up on the wrong side of bed. <laughs> well, what did you do the night before? True. Right? Absolutely. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Anything, any insight? What's one thing? Let me ask you this. Sure. What makes you laugh? Oh, so many things. I mean, <laughs> you can find humor in almost anything. Like I said, if you hit your toe in the morning, <laughs> you can laugh at that and be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you can think negative and be like, this day sucks, <laughs> you know? And then your day will. Your day will. Uh, so basically, you, you, you can find humor in anything. I, I laugh at myself all the time. <laughs> you know? How do you incorporate happiness into your lifestyle? Where does, where does it start from? Here? Oh, absolutely. I, I would suppose in your in your your mind, it's your thought process for, for the most part. Like I said, when my mom passed away, it's how I dealt with that. My 19-year-old my actually committed suicide. And it was how I dealt with that. I found happiness in, and that's also in the book, but I found happiness in our memories together, you know? Um, when, when I found him, he was hanging. And then, so we got him down. I gave him CPR, but we had a week that we had to say goodbye because his body shut down. But I, um, like I found happiness in knowing that he wasn't taken away right away. I had a whole week to spend with my son. So it's happiness can be found in anything, literally anything. You just have to search. Wow. That was really powerful. What you just said. And it's so unique because I have a similar story, but not like that. What I was going to say, resilience, anti-fragility, things that make us who we are. And now look what you're doing. Look what you're giving back through your trauma, through your traumatic events. And now you're empowering, changing people's lives. And that's just a blessing to you. And you have so many great, beautiful things coming in your life. You know, even good people have bad days. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that story. So your son was 19? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. A bad breakup and... You know, very ah. sensitive person, very good person, you know. So you had two cats, two kids. Oh, I have seven. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You have seven kids? So I've given birth to seven children, yes. <laughs> now, he, Lord have mercy. He was a middle, he was a middle one at the time. <laughs> my goodness. How yeah. old are they? From 30 to eight. My youngest is eight. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the blessing of having that many kids? Tell oh. us. Tell a a lot of unconditional love. <laughs> they are my biggest cheerleaders and supporters. And, you know, we, we're a big connected family. We all love each other and we all get along. So that's a blessing for sure. It's amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. Anything you want to add? Anything you want to share with our listeners out, out there? Uh, just keep smiling and just that just always find the, the good in everyone and try to look at every every situation as a lesson or a blessing. It's one or the two. <laughs> Is either a lesson or a blessing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I might have to use that quote and put that out <laughs> on my reels or my stories. Say that again for everybody. Everything in life is either a lesson or a blessing. <laughs> it's beautiful.
Beautiful. Well, I appreciate the time today. Thank you, Chandra. You are amazing. For those of you that want to know more about Chandra Crimes, I will have all the details in the description. Also, Coach Tone's not here today. He was under the weather, so that I took over, but he's still part of our show. So until next time, Chandra, you got to do this with me. 1% better in mind, body, and soul. And stay flex. You got to stay flex. Say it. Say it. Raise it up. <laughs> stay flex. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes.